Okay, what's up? Welcome to the Chapman and Randy Show. Sorry we've been lagging on episodes. That's entirely my bad. Uh, with personal stuff I got going on, I just it's just a lot. So I apologize. I've been messaged by a few people, and uh, Randy and I were just talking. I'll take the hit on that. My bad. But this has been a fucking wild two weeks, man, with these conventions, dude. We talked about it on the last episode, which you guys will be hearing. I keep saying this every time we get, get in here. Where do we begin with this? I don't know. I It's so... Fucking, the media bias is so out of hand at this point. I remember in 08 and 2012, I wasn't here, but, you know, we talked on Facebook and we saw the same shit on TV. I remember it. Everybody knew that the media was biased, that people in Hollywood and certain people were for Obama. And then you obviously knew who was for the Republicans. But now they're not holding back any punches. They're not... They're not beating, at least before, it looked like they would, you know, they they wouldn't deny it, but they wouldn't put it all out there. You could tell there was a bias, but yeah. but it wasn't like somebody slapping you in the face with it. Like just, Oh, yeah, now it's just a full-on fucking th- They had at least plausible deniability to yeah. it, like, without just flat saying it. But, like, you would watch the, like, the, the round tables in between speakers on, like, um, during the Republican National Convention, and you would just see, like, CNN just being like, oh, my, this is the worst. They don't have the support. This is this is horrible. And then you flash forward, you fast forward a week. To this this was the greatest speech, the most shining, brightest moment that no matter what it is. I mean, Alicia Keys could go up there and fart, and they'd be like, oh, well, this was the greatest, which she was on last night. Fuck. I didn't, okay, I'm not going to watch the Democratic National Convention. I have no reason to. I, I, there's not, I honestly, aside from, like, talking about it here and other places, but I can read online with that. I don't have to watch it live. I guess I watched a little bit of commentary on TV. Did you watch Bill Clinton speak last night? I caught the last five to ten minutes of it. You want me to tell you what it's like? What you, why you need to kind of watch it, though? Like, But you can only do short because you'll shoot your TV. But <clears throat> it's kind of like, you know that that, that fight in uh, Return of the Jedi when it Darth Vader and Luke are going out in front of it in front of the Emperor, and he's just like, let the hate consume you. That's what you feel like as you're watching this shit. You're just sitting back, and you've got that little... Palpatine slash exorcist like growling. You're doing all you can to hold back? Oh, no. (laughs) Because I'm just yelling at the TV like a psychopath when it's going on. It is... Oh, it's so fucking out of hand. I... So, obviously, when I did turn it on, Bill Clinton had just got done talking, and for me, at least, and it's gotta be for everybody else, what is... That guy looks like he, it looks like they put him in like an incubation tube whenever he's not in front of the camera to keep him alive with all kinds of matrix type shit plugged into him, like keeping him alive on life support and you know swimming in, in like like the animatronic Disney puppets that you yes, see of Abraham Lincoln. Yes, 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 dude. And then like I'm Pirates of the Caribbean or some shit. And it's well, you've like, seen that Hall of Presidents at Disney, right? When you first walk in, there's like one of those little main attractions down Main Street. Yeah, and it's got Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, in it. yeah, yeah. And it's like they unplug him, you know, drain the the liquefied newborn baby goo that he that he fucking sleeps in, wash him off, put a suit on him, program a pre-program a speech into him, and then send him out there. I I was that guy 
there's something fucking odd about that. And then what I saw that he was saying is the love of my life. Are 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 these people in a fucking what universe are they living in, man? This guy has cheated on this woman damn near their entire relationship, man. He's the, I mean he's Bill Clinton. The guy was fucking Monica Lewinsky with cigars and oh. jizzing all over her blue dress and getting blowjobs in the Oval Office, like Paula the, Jones the, and yeah, the countless, you know, the other, all of them, and he, the love of your life, dude. Like to me, for a party, the Democratic Party has to be so much about feminism. I don't know why that guy was booed off stage, but they gave him the ovation, like he's the greatest man ever. And I'm thinking to myself. If you're if you're so much for this woman and you're with her, that that's her campaign slogan, right? I'm with her. Uh, if you're with her, that's the last motherfucker. If I were to go cheat on my wife, okay. Years later, ten years later, first of all, she'd leave me. Ten years later, twenty years later, uh, if she was getting an award or if something was going on, I wouldn't be like the keynote speaker, man, kicking things off, right? I doubt you would either. You might, but you would choose your words. Like, they remind me of, like, O.J. Simpson, where O.J., I know for a fact that O.J. Simpson has told himself for so long that he didn't commit those murders that at this point, he doesn't believe he did. Oh, no, no, he's sitting in jail thinking, like, I didn't do that. I was innocent. Yeah. I don't know what, I mean, he's I he's no talking, because there's been situations in my life like where we something's happened and we've denied it so long that you actually start to believe that you know and yeah I and what do they the call narrative it? takes over you know the actual fact there's a word for it um oh man I, but oh. I mean God damn it this guy is just I mean I'll tell you what those some bitches but I did if you notice on Facebook as soon as I flipped it on there I posted something like I well, yeah whoever's I, I mean, Whoever's working the fucking bill puppet, something ain't right today. Cause like, dude is like the calibration's off. There's something wrong in his eyes. There's a meme I saw. That, <laughs> there's a meme I saw somebody posted probably months ago, maybe even a year ago, and it shows a close up of him. And it's like this is what happens when you don't get sex for ten years. And it, he looks all sucked up. His eyes are sunken. He looks medicated. The guy looks like shit, man. You and, know what he just reminds me of now? It just hit me. Remember. Like before he died, like but when she was more popular on TV all the time, Kathy Lee and Frank Gifford, after he got busted for having sex with that weight that stewardess, and like how Kathy Lee would just run him, you'd hear like clips about her show about her just running him down, and anytime she would go out there and just like, and then the the Frank Gifford was a one of the original, you know, play both ways, you know, Kern County football players. This. And you just saw this old, beaten-down man that it looked like that she lets out of his cage right. every once in a while to go out in public. And that's what Bill looked like, you know? Well, it's like uh, Hillary's a, a gent—she's a succubus. And those of you who don't know who to su what a succubus is, a succubus is, is a female feminine demon that sucks the life out energy out of you. I think she's done that to America. And if you look at that man, look, I mean, Jesus Christ, dude, the guy looks like— he looks like a fucking zombie, dude. He could be in an episode of Walking Dead, man. He what, could be in the next fucking in the release episode of Walking Dead coming up in, in October. I mean, the guy looks like shit, and I I don't feel bad for him. But why? That whole convention from the get go. First of all, they forgot to put American flag. Their narrative is that oh, we forgot. Anybody who spent a day in public service, either in the military, police, 
city government, any kind of government, and you and you're working for a school government, something like that, you're you don't forget the American flag. There's no excuse for that. I don't think they forgot it. They didn't. Oh, no, of course it, they did. It, of course it, they did. It, yeah. It's a one world government, like you know that that stage. You know, they like to they they said that, uh, and I think I even commented how I can see where they were coming from. That Trump's stage looked a little bit dystopian with that big black circle and then surrounded by the American flag. I could see how somebody can see it like that, but at least there was patriotism there in the crowd on the stage. You look at this convention. There's not one. American flag. There's this weird hint that, like, uh, on the walls behind this, where they speak on the podium, there's like these red and white stripes coming from an angle, and this it's blue. But there's no American flags. There's no form of patriotism. But you look in the crowd, and there's Palestinian flags, Soviet. Do you see that? Yeah. Soviet flags. There's. Uh, you're looking at like, what the fuck is going on here? It's a it's a shit show, dude. It's a total shit show. And like you said, they're they're not holding back, and it's all out in the open. Well, and then like I don't know if you saw the end last night, where she was. Uh, they had Alicia Keys up there singing, and then she pops on the video monitor up above her. It looked like 1984. The book, the book, like the, remember the Apple commercial mm-hmm. that they did years ago at Super Bowl, 35 years ago or whatever. But it's one of that famous commercial where it's like the the, the they're making 1984 with the with the old man speaking on the computer monitor, speaking over everybody. There she is. They're playing this music, and they have her video of it, like up above everybody. I mean, it was like holy. There's some there, there, shit. The messages that are coming out of this. There's definitely some weird shit going on, man. Uh, well, I it it just <sighs> it there's a, everybody feels it. Everybody sees it. Everybody hears it. Everybody knows that that. I mean, honestly, dude, you think that. After on November seventh, when we know who wins this this race, do you honestly think that you know there's going to be a sigh of relief? No, no, nobody does, dude. Everybody knows we're going in a dark. I mean, look what happens when these emails. For those of you who've been living under a rock, okay, Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party pretty much rigged their primary process, and Bernie Sanders more than likely probably stood a, a good chance of becoming the nominee, but. WikiLeaks, the uh, you know internet hackers that go in and take stuff and release it to the public, came out and proved that, uh, wh- like, what what was going on, man? That they were inside emailing each other. First of all, referring to Hispanics and Latinos as Taco Bowl voters. Literally, it's out there. Go go read it. Go look it up. And they were pretty much making it to where Hillary was going to win no matter what. And Bernie gives into this, still endorses her, total. Complete slap in the face to him and his voters. I feel really bad for all the Bernie supporters, man. I, it's hilarious. I know. As they're I know, sitting I know. there crying, and it's like, oh, it, you really fell for this stupid shit? You're right. And it is funny to see them in their silent protest. That shit had me dying yesterday. That's the look of the millennial, though. They're sitting there crying. Right. As, you know. No, no, you're right. That, that's, that's the obvious. But at the same time, when I look and I step back for a minute after I laugh, because I laughed. Don't get me wrong. I was laughing my ass off watching these people. But then, you know, from a democratic perspective, and you look at the, at the root of our nation and what we're about, there's a problem. And I feel bad for those people because even though they're misguided, even though they're all fucking crybabies and, and just completely misguided, I, that's, those, these are Americans who found somebody that they believe in and they were 
bamboozled and corrupted and taken advantage of, man. They they were they were lied to. Well, they, say what you want about Trump and the Republican Party, but you know what? They didn't want that fucker. No, and he's still <laughs> and he's there. And he's so there. exactly, and they cried about it. And, and they so you want to look at honesty and all that? I mean, the Ted Cruz people are still pissy blankets, you know. Crying. Well, yeah, I mean, but, but they didn't want there. There was no want for Trump to win that shit. No, and he's there, and see that opened my eyes to it because I knew that too. But it, but this really helped focus my vision it's like when you put glasses on at first it's like whenever you like focus some kind of lens in front of you you know what you're looking at but then when you focus it you're like wow this convention has opened my eyes to a lot the email scandal in particular that's just it's funny it is funny the silent protest dude was hysterical watching these fucking morons stand there i can tell you that if my candidate if if emails were leaked to the public that my candidate candidate had a chance and because of the Dem- because of that political party corrupting one way that pretty much they just lied to us and stole the primaries right just so Hillary would win and that people up top in the leadership of the Democrat National Party were were involved um I wouldn't be standing there with duct tape over my mouth man I'd be irate if I was that involved in it I'd be fucking there'd be well that should be time for revolution it, yes, dude, this is the time, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, we're paying more in taxes than what, you know, they threw Ever. tea in the harbor for. Yeah, that started the revolution. Right, and, and then you've got, you know, if the if the system's corrupted itself. And then you get Bill and Hillary out there holding these signs talking about how Hillary is such a, a change maker. How the fuck are you a rebel and different when you've been in the system for 40 years? I don't know. Yeah, it, well, it makes absolutely no when they're talking about her being this change change maker. Well, she oh, she definitely brought change. She definitely brought change to Egypt. Look, look at where I mean, say what you want about the, the, the president they had there. I mean, look at it now. It's a complete fucking mess. Do you know that when you go to Egypt to go look at the pyramids and to go look at the ancient Egyptian ruins? Now it's completely fenced off. You you know they used to have that Zahi Hawass guy the the doctor Zahi Hawass you'd see on TV mm-hmm. all the time he was a complete nut job and he wouldn't let any kind of outside uh, archaeologist or anybody come in but at least the pyramids and everything there were in pristine condition you look now there's trash there's people living in fucking tents it's a complete shit show there's sand you know you have to comp- you have to clean that shit and get the sand because if you let that st- stuff sit it's erode dude, the shit out w- of it. within 10 years it's eroded and it's covered up a lot of that shit's gone to shit that country is destroyed so hillary bringing changes yeah she brought changes and then of course let's go to libya let's look at hillary was behind syria look at that she definitely brought fucking change i agree with them there but see they're not feeding that narrative they're feeding the narrative that she's brought such good change you know I, you look at this like with iraq and like you know with with Gaddafi. These guys may have been assholes. I'm not saying that. But you know what? They made these fuckers behave. And maybe those people had the leadership that they deserved, that they needed. Because you didn't hear all this wacky shit. Not saying that they didn't cover up news or whatever. But they kept those people in line. Well, they kept them in line. And, yeah, there might have been, you know, terrorists plots and terrorist attacks that Qaddafi was part of but you're but you look at like Qaddafi did one maybe maybe there was other ones we will never know about because of intelligence and secrecy and shit but still bro 
while Qaddafi was in power, you didn't see nearly as much violence as what you're seeing now. And, and Qaddafi got the headlines for the, the plane bombing thing. But if you really want to get down to it, how much dirty shit has our government been wrapped oh, in that they've never had to like? I mean, look at South America and the whole you know drug cartels and, and Iran uh, Contra. Iran Contra. We're not innocent. I mean, even good old Saddam, man. That dude, he was a fucking night. His sons were drilling people's kneecaps with drills, dude. Electric drills. Fucking a soccer team you know? up for losing. Yeah, and, dude, I mean, the, the the Iraqi. Soccer team goes, well, what happened, dude? They went to, like, the Olympics or some tournament or some shit. Got a fucking beat down in the World Cup, and he kicked the shit out of all of them. These dudes land in the airport and went immediately to Saddam's sons, and they just beat the fuck out of these people. Okay, so they weren't exactly, you know, nice people, but but there was order. You know, I mean, they they were monsters, and they were sitting on chemical weapons, and I know that's kind of scary, and and they had all kinds of, you know, scary shit, but... um, you know, the threat of war and the threat of violence and death is a lot less worrisome and bad as fucking people getting lit in fire in cages and beheaded and priests getting killed in France. We have complete madness and chaos. Well, it didn't spread as much. No, it was contained. It was contained. It, it, it's, it's, the for, it's this forest fires that we have around here. Yeah, or a controlled burn. You know, you have a controlled burn... Where you you burn a certain part to keep things whatever to burn off part of the land so it doesn't cause a big fire or that shit gets out of control and you have no control over it and it's burning everywhere you know yeah and exactly and yeah. you get the government that really you deserve point. well and it, and in all this Ruth we're Patrick, getting what we fucking deserve we do well we are and here's what bothers me is that you know so we don't so I, cause I'll forget to say this is that it you know you said that the narrative was Bill and, and Hillary saying how much change that she's for. Dude, she's done this. She's been a, I mean, who's been in office the past eight years, bro? Okay, maybe George Bush started it with these first two wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, but then Obama took over, and look what's gone down. He, she was his secretary of state. Right, but you figure you she know? had she had eight years with Bill. She was a senator during Bush's time. No, exactly, yeah. So, and then as she was secretary of state, so this bitch has been in power for fucking 30 years now and the bodies around this woman just pile up we've mentioned on episodes in the past about the people who die around these people the the individuals who are part of their organizations or part of their administrations or whatever and they just end up dying and mysterious and look it just happened it's gangster like good fella shit it's not just people just falling over and grabbing their chest you guys don't believe me. I want you guys to go to Drudge Report, and if it's a race by the time you hear this, just go to dailymail.co.uk and go search DNC Staffer Dies. And the first story that's going to come up is a dedicated DNC staffer, 27, dies after being found shot multiple times in the back at 4 a.m. on a deserted Washington, D.C. street just two days after he posted on Facebook telling people to stop killing each other. This was this occurred on the 12th of July. One week later, almost to the day, is when WikiLeaks broke the story about the emails. Okay, you got to put this shit together. We're not sitting here being, you know, uh, total conspiracy theorists. This isn't our kind of. That's, if you want that kind of talk, there's another podcast you can listen to in town, and there's a tons of other places that'll talk about that shit. We're just telling you what the fuck is in the news, man. And what sucks is that this is a UK. You didn't hear about this shit, dude, for the past two weeks in America. Well, Nowhere. how fucking long did you hear about uh, Trump's wife plagiarizing part of a speech? That was all over CNN. And then this Taco Bowl shit. 
You've heard three mentions of it, you know. Yeah, it. Yeah. This should be if if Trump's people, if anybody, if any Republican, shit, if anybody other than somebody involved where they are, if it was a celebrity, it would be. If if you got from say the the head of Fox, Fox movies, and they're talking about the new X Men movie coming out, and they sent a thing that said uh, we need to figure out how to get the Taco Bowl engagement in to come see X Men Apocalypse. People would would freak shit. Out. Oh, dude, people they, would be fired. I mean, dude, they would freak boycotted. I mean, and this gets a. Uh, there's been more mention on Facebook and more mention of than anything about the spe- about about Trump's wife plagiarizing. And you know she did, dude. It, it, or it was plagiarized. The staff writer admitted to it. And you know what was kind of cool when I read and I didn't know about it until someone told me is that Trump didn't even fire that speechwriter. No, she offered a resignation. He wouldn't take it. He said no. He goes, "You fucked up. You made a mistake. Um, learn from it." So clearly. That was smart because it shows that Trump didn't know about it. I mean, I mean, it was it was a mistake by the speechwriter, and who knows why? We can't. I don't even want to get into that. But you heard about it the entire time from fucking CNN, NBC, all these fucking liberal people in the media. You know, Bill Maher. All these people were just riding it. But you know, the Democrat National Party refers to people as talk Hispanics people as talkable voters, dude. We, in the last episode, man, and I'm, I lagged on getting it out. Of, like I said, I've got a ton of personal shit going on. But we talked about this new documentary called Hillary's America by Dinesh D'Souza. Okay? It's that crazy Indian guy that was arrested for uh, – what was, he, what was he arrested for? Campaign shit, Yeah, I think. campaign stuff, but whatever, man. But he, he got this documentary coming out, and, the, and it goes in detail about the Democrat National Party and the history of it, man, and just – how it was formed on racism and plantation owners and slavery. Do you know, though, too, that what they're also doing, if you notice, is and because because you're getting exactly what you want, does maybe doesn't mean that you should you should because they are pandering so hard. Like the other day, uh, I had heard clips of it that they show this. Um, you know the the thing where Trump got in trouble for doing the uh, the, the when they had like a disabled person out in the oh and he was he made, <laughs> he, he makes the noises like anybody yeah. did when you're six years old if you called your friend retarded or whatever you went, uh, you know whatever we've all seen it but that so, reporter was talking shit on him though right that uh, but <laughs> so what happens at the DNC they play that on the video and what do they do. They bring out a disabled girl yeah. right after it. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, dude. But, I mean, you know what, though? It, it's all-out war. This is... this is. But this is how they're pandering to... Like, so they're looking and going, yep, that's a retard right there. Bring her out. Like, they went to central casting like you would for a Hollywood movie. To get one out. Well, yeah, and they also brought out an illegal immigrant. Right, mother. there's the illegal alien family. Fucking Wait. arrest them. Hey. That broke U.S. code, dude, when they did that. Arrest them. Why are they not being arrested? And the members of the party are complicit. I couldn't if, believe If you hired them, because I guarantee you they got paid to be there. They got a plane ticket. They may have got an oh, appearance a fee. a hotel room. They probably got If you meals. hired them to be your maid, you've how many senators or whatever have been fired, kicked out of office or whatever for hiring an illegal alien years ago? Yeah. That have yeah. been disqualified for hiring of illegals. I don't. 
I don't even know because they're so anti-cop there. I mean, the first two days of this convention has been nothing but black people. And and I'm not, again, we're not racist, but this has been anti-police, you know, Accountability Act, Black Lives Matter. We'll get into that towards the end of the story, too, because there was a Black Lives Matter march out front of the DNC convention, and uh, white people were told to get to the back. But we'll get to that. Um, It's been nothing but that. There's been no American flags. There's been no police uh, really any you know they brought on Michael Brown the fucking fat piece of shit who you know tried to grab a cop's gun and was shot dead in the street after trying to rob a after robbing a convenience store okay you know hands up don't shoot General Giant okay General Giant alright where there's videos on YouTube and social media of him beating the shit out of a black guy sometime before he got killed okay they bring his mother on well there's a strong arm robbery he did not go in there and steal a bag of chips he's got the fucking store owner basically by the collar of his shirt or whatever. And that's not, that is not shoplifting. Once you lay your hands on somebody, you touch that is strong armed robbery. Strong armed robbery. Yeah. That's a fucking felony. And this is the guy whose mother they bring on stage. Okay. Crying. And you know, and you know, if you guys all remember, because we all know how fast news goes, and you know, we all have short-term memories because these cell phones and Pokemon Go and video games and movies. But you remember, two weeks ago, cops were being killed in the street. Two Slaughtered. weeks ago, shit. Last week, okay. I think I, mean, I heard one yesterday or two days ago. But you know, Dallas and and ba- Baton Rouge, okay, that those are still fresh, man. Families are still, you know, putting that. Trying to come was it was it a week ago when we had the video of the kid crying over his dad's casket? Right, you know. Okay. Right. Uh, so, you know, they didn't bother bringing these people on. They didn't bother mentioning one thing about, you know, uh, police violence or nothing. So uh, let's just put – let's just compartmentalize all this and, and look at these people. The look cops should have walked So if you're security. If you're a cop and you're doing security and you're standing there and you're looking at that, you're a police officer. You know that there's people in that crowd on that stage probably behind your back because, you know, you don't got eyes in the back of your head. All right, who don't like you, who want to see cops dead. You know there's people in that stadium that want to see cops dead. You know it. I mean, you know it. And you're watching this illegal family come up. You know it's in your job as a law enforcement. You're enforcing the law of your city, your county, your state, your government, and you see an illegal family up there. It's your job to arrest them. But How great it would have been if somebody would have read the docket you know, that they have coming up on there. And right when that family walked out, like Arrest INS would have walked out. Oh, right just, afterwards. No, right on the stage. Flicked them right off the stage. That I mean, been awesome. I mean, I, I'm just kind of hoping that the FBI wouldn't be pussies and they'd throw Hillary in cuffs well, I mean, right there. You on. remember, you know, in, in the 90s, Snoop Dogg performed at one of the music awards, and he was arrested as soon as he got off off stage. Yeah. And now went into trial for his murder trial. They literally they were waiting for him when he went off stage and arrested him in, I think it was Radio City, City Music Hall. Anyway, no, it was in L.A., I think. Yeah. LA, wherever it was, he the Kodak Theater, whatever, he got arrested on spot, okay? So here's my point, is that, that, law, that those people should have been arrested for breaking the sovereign law of the United States. That's in their job description, man, but they weren't. And the, here's, my, here's what I'm trying to get at, is that what does that say about when the law, when, when law enforcement can't even fucking do that? Because they were either scared about being, you know, they were even scared about being labeled. They were told not to. Who's in control, man? Well, you know, you'd get We've your face spit in. Well, yeah, you expect that the citizenry 
Now, this is where I could almost, like, you expect, because I've always bitched about, hey, if a cop pulls you over, there's things to do. Yes, sir. No, sir. Shut right. your mouth. Mm-hmm. And But if you look, the examples we're giving, that the people in the high, the people who write the fucking laws, the people who are in the highest example of this are blatantly flipping double birds at the laws and saying, we can do whatever the fuck we want. So yeah. that's your highest, most educated upward citizens so what do you what do you expect when you're going to your lowest you know what know. are they gonna do we've reached that point man you talk about revolution you know in the past i used to always talk about it i haven't really but you look at that now you look at what's going on and we just gave you i mean numerous examples of how there's corruption you know how many of you guys listening or girls have gone into mexico for spring break, for for spring break, for spring break. How many of you guys gone into Mexico for spring break or graduation or whatever? You just go there to party, and you we all heard the stories about federales and how the police are corrupt. I mean, I can tell you when I went on my senior trip, I was just trying to bring beer into my hotel, and you're not allowed to do that. Federale police came, put me on the curb, took my wallet, showed me pictures of my daughter, said if you ever want to see her again, give us all your money. Okay, and I did that. Okay, there's corruption in other countries. We all know it. If you've been out of this, you don't even got to leave America to know. Now we're living in America, and there's corruption right in front of you. And what are you going to do about it? I'm going to tell you what people are going to do. Ninety-nine percent of the people are just going to fucking curl back in the fetal position and let it happen. They're going to get fucked because people are afraid. Dude, you and I see it. Every single day on social media, people saying, I got my guns. I'm ready. I'm bring it. I'm here. Half half those people don't even know what the fuck they're saying. The other half, almost every single one of them would never do that because they're afraid, because they're scared. But corruption's right in front of you. It's happening, man. And it's you know what? I'm not just talking about the Democrats. I'm talking about everywhere. It's everywhere. No, I mean, everybody's it's trying rampant. to get, you know, their own. I mean. It's rampant, dude. And, and. Well, about wh- them just lying? Just like shit that, like, dude, they're up there talking. Bill was up there. Hillary has championed the LGBT movement. No. They were fucking against same-sex marriage well up into the 2000s. It's Google. Hillary. Well, there's an article, and I'm really surprised at CNN. It's a fact checking on day two, at the at the convention, and they talk about that one. Um, Eric Holder's uh, on crime and incarceration rate. They bullshitted about that. I mean, there's a million things that they um, matter in Albright. You know, I mean, I just, try, I try really, really, really hard. I'm not a Republican man, and that's one reason why I'm not a hundred percent for Trump is because I think that this two party political system has really created the mess we're living in. I really do. I blame it on the two party political systems, the R and the D's, and and this and this inner fighting has created this mess. And I don't want to vote for Trump because of that, dude. And and that. I don't want to have to go and cast my vote, which is very precious to me, for an R or a D. So that's the only reason why I'm not 100% on board with Trump is because of that reason. But, dude, these people in the Democrat Party, man, these Democrats, these liberals, these 
socialist, Black Lives Matter, anti-American. Look at the guy speaking about Israel, saying calling Israel dogs and and ha- and just standing in front of people while Palestinian flags are being waved. These are the people we're dealing with, bro, and they're they're horrible people. They're awful. They're they don't stand for what we stand for as Americans, man. For what everyone goes to work and raises their kids and want for their children. Who do you know on social media, bro, that's actually for Hillary or for the Democrats? I had a lot of people that were for Bernie because Bernie spoke, you know, Bernie spoke to a lot of people in their 20s and 30s. Maybe because he was going to give you everything you wanted, and like, well, that was the main reason. But I think Bernie was something different. It wasn't Hillary. It was, dude. You know, in a perfect world, like if if everything was equal and we had unicorns and shit, Bernie, like, I don't think he's a bad dude necessarily. Like, like the theory is, but it, but putting it into place is it's. It's I've, nonsense. And I've I mean, mentioned on numerous platforms and occasions that when he first started coming around, I remember telling my dad, I said, this guy is actually – like I wasn't I wasn't feeling the burn or nothing like that. But I said, you know, he actually has a point, dude. Like these these corrupt Wall Street, you know, politicians and, and CEOs, I mean, dude, they are getting kind of way better treatment than the, re- than the rest of us. And that's true. That is true. But when he started going on about free shit and – Everyone gets free stuff, and you get this, and you get that, and it, it's that's when he lost me. But he he presented something for people that was different, that wasn't Hillary, that wasn't Trump, that wasn't Cruz or Rubio, and so I understand why people jumped on board. But dude, to 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 even cast your vote for Hillary in this election, you're casting a vote against everything this nation has stood for, man. And dude, we've said it so many times, brother. This country's not perfect, man. I've seen things. You've seen things. We've all seen things. This country's not perfect. We've made our mistakes. But, man, the people in this nation, they love freedom. They love being free. We like just living our lives. You know, Randy, dude, you like living your life a certain way. I like living my life a certain way. We don't want to be fucking told or guilt-tripped into changing our lives or paying more in taxes or... Well, what? I'm a fucking adult. I don't want... A mommy state. I don't need them to tell me what I can do, what I can't own, what any of this shit. Because you know what? There are repercussions. If I go and get a certain rifle, any rifle, and go out and shoot up a school, there's rules against that. If I go out and get high on prescription pills, you're not supposed to. But if I go out and get in a fucking car accident... There's laws against that. I yeah. want you to be an adult as long as you don't hurt others. I don't give a shit what you do. Who I you go don't. To bed with. Yeah, dude, I, I like, don't care what you're sticking your dick in, you know, what you're throwing in your body. I don't care. Just don't hurt other people. And, Try, and, and if and you're going to have kids, and that's a little, you got to, you know, but on the other, you got to raise them. But I mean, other than that, like, don't worry about your own. If we, if everybody would just start on the micro and just worry about your own backyard, take care of your backyard. Don't worry. Don't look over the fence and look at your neighbor's backyard. Take care of yours. And if everybody took care of theirs, everything would be fine. Yeah, and honestly. And don't put your, like, I'm not going to go knock on my neighbor's door and say, hey, I noticed that 
you know, you guys are living a certain lifestyle. Look at look at this is how I live, and I think you should change your ways. I would never do that, but that's what the Democrat Party's doing. They're they're trying to make us feel guilty for shit that's completely out of our control. Are there bad cops out there? Fuck yeah, there are. Yes, there are some horrible cops out there. There's bad fast food employees. There's there, bad dude, fucking any job that you have. There's people who are shitty at it. We got a new garbage guy that came through here, and my old guy used to let me stand by the can and dump stuff in it. I went to go do this a couple weeks ago, man. This guy said, nope, can't no overflow, can't let you, on a time crunch, and just drove off. I'm like, what a fucking dick, dude, really? Okay, there's bad people in all professions. In the military, how many of you guys, how many of you veterans out there that listen, fucking have come across shit bags? Okay? Well, I mean, no matter I, what on. job you have, no matter what it is, there's somebody that's the best at whatever it is, and there's somebody that's ranked last. You yeah, know? substandard. You're going to have it, and you, we can't guilt trip each other into saying, you know, uh, cops are all bad, because cops aren't all bad. But they're, they're also not robots. You know, you don't pull a pistol on them and fight. That's a—remember, okay, he has a badge, okay, but that's a dude, okay? He goes home. You, but what I'm saying is you don't spit in a dude's face. No. Any dude on the street, you just don't walk up and spit in a dude's face or fucking, you know, take his shit. Try and take his car keys. And I'm going to use that example as his gun, even though it's different. But you don't just walk up and have these liberties to yell a slur at somebody that these people feel free to cops. Yeah, I mean, and these cops are people, man. I, I know a lot of law enforcement. They're, they go home. They watch Game of Thrones. They... You know, they like going to Disneyland. They like eating at certain restaurants that you eat at. These are people, dude. They're not like, they don't go take their uniform off, walk into some, They're you not know, fucking RoboCop. Yeah, you know? yeah. they don't go walk into some, you know, containment area where they're like, you know, fed through a tube in their stomach and just put on, you know, uh, on, on stasis and, and sleep until they go on duty. These are human beings, man. Just, and that, that, that goes to say that there's going to be bad people and good people. I, I hate it that, that this narrative against cops is that they're all bad. It's just fucking horrible, man. Because, look, dude, you know that my buddy that passed away earlier in the year, he was a cop, and he had seen some pretty bad shit and took it took it real hard. And there was other issues that, that came into effect, but, you know, like some of the stories he would tell me about the things he would see. Cops see fucked up things, man. Go buy a police scanner because you're not going to hear it all on the news. Think about... The worst shit you can imagine. Abused, I mean, molested children, wives that are beat up, drug overdoses, uh, suicide. Fourteen kids shot at a fucking party. You yeah, know? could you imagine if you're a cop on duty? You know, you're in your These midst. assholes that shake their babies to fucking death, you yeah, know, and throw yeah. them in a microwave. Yeah, dude, these are all shit that happened, man. What about the, the people that fucking kill their kids and drive them into lakes and shit? Who do you think's the first fucking people that respond to this? Now, as a now, let me ask you a question. Come on, man. Let me ask you a question. As when you guys, as veterans, when you guys were over there, couldn't like, and I know us sitting at home, we could watch it as like news, and you could compartmentalize that those people aren't us. Whatever atrocities that are going on over there, and whatever you guys saw, like. It wasn't happening up and down and seeing shit that happens up and down in the neighborhoods that you fucking drive in. You know, it's like, I don't know if that's true or not, but to me, it seemed like you went to an alien planet almost and saw wacky shit. It is like an alien planet when you go to a different country because, I mean, you go to a place like 
Kyrgyzstan, and it's you know it it's they have electricity, they have infrastructure, they got roads, but you know there's a lot of poor people walking around, and you're like and and it's just different. Then you go somewhere like Afghanistan, and there's literally no infrastructure. There's dirt roads. People are literally making their house out the fucking dirt and mud behind where they live, and they have to every year re you know form bricks of that mud shit. and shit and okay. straw. Um, and then it's weird because then they'll have like generators with power and they'll have radios and maybe even TVs with the strange little satellite. But it's really different. And I remember one time I was talking to this guy. We were just in this village and, and we took a break and, you know, put up security and stuff. And my LT was talking to the elders and this guy walks up with his daughter and the interpreter is with us. And we're just bullshitting. And the conversation ended up going to a place where he says, you know, and I can't remember verbatim, but he said something along the lines of like, you know, since the Taliban left, I'm able to send my daughters to school and I'm able to send my boys to learn things. You know, I have an older son. He went and he learned how to be a truck driver and he drives whatever the fuck they drive up and down the roads and shit. And old Toyotas and Datsun. Yeah, they are. I mean, Gardner and, and, trucks. And they pile all this shit, dude, that's like would never in America. You never see a truckload like this. But, you know, but what he was saying to me is that he just wants his kids to go to school, to learn a trade, and live productive, happy lives. Dude, no different than when all of you listening who have kids, what you want for your children, okay? Now, yeah, they don't have the school systems we have, but, dude, it's the same. It, it's And I felt bad because it, because they're police. You want, you know, they think they have it so fucking bad here in America, dude. Let me tell you another story. That same village... I went into about a month later, and the police, the Afghan police were with us, and they were going into that same dude's house and taking that same little girl, taking a fucking sleeping bag away from her because her uncle was a police officer, and he was killed, and when he died, all his stuff went to his family. The police walked into the house and said, "Uh, no, that's police. That's police. That belongs to the police. We're taking it. And I watched this little girl literally, all, and... and Tackett, if you're listening, uh, Gillette, you guys remember this very specifically. This little girl was crying, dude, because that was her fucking bed. The police came into her house, took her bed, her bed being a sleeping bag. So one of our guys, I think one of our mortars, I think he ended up taking his sleeping bag out of his fucking bag and handed it to her when we left. You know what's fucked up is they probably stole that from her fucking 10 minutes after you guys left, too. Well, I mean, no, because we ended up leaving on different on different times. But my, the, my point is, is that you want to know about corruption? You want to know about bad cops? Do your fucking research, man. You don't even know what you're talking about. If you're out there and you're like, yeah, fuck the cops, because I know. I see you guys on social media, and you guys are friends with me. But not all cops are like that, okay? Not well, if you're like over that. a certain age... You know, we all had this when we were kids, and it was just kind of in, ingrained in you as a kid, where you're like, you'd see the cops, and just, what would kids say? Fucking pigs, right. oink, oink, fuck, all right. Yeah. You know what, though? Generally, you notice that when you start owning property, and you start having shit. Children. You like the fucking, you know, you know you're like, oh, good, the cops are in the neighborhood. Like, I didn't do shit, good. You know, like, not yeah, not the fucking pig shit. And because you realize that, I mean, like with me, I really don't have a problem because I really don't have anything to hide. 
you know? Yeah, so uh, right, exactly. So for a while, when I had my DUIs and shit, man, I you know, cops to me, I was kind of sketchy of them because I was. Trying, but why did you, know, you not like if you had issue with the police? Why did you not like police usually? Because you fucked up. Right, exactly. The cops aren't out to get you. They they're not. Man. They don't want to do fucking paperwork. That's what I still can't believe to this day when I hear, because I'm pretty sure we all know that with the cops and Black Lives Matters and all that, if we know that if, if like we see a report on a paper and you see a cop shoots a person, like half the time you're like, oh shit, uh, don't let it be a black person or everything's going to go crazy. You don't think if we know that, that they don't know that, that they're not getting hit. Like, but for one, you don't want to be a cop that gets sent to prison. No. And you sure as fuck don't want to be a cop that gets sent to prison for killing a black dude. That's probably really not where you'd want to be at at all. No, yeah. And not to mention, dude, when a cop goes to work, it's a lot like the military, I could imagine. They call it, what do they call it, paramilitary? When they're not getting in their car saying, I'm going to go fuck someone's life up. You know, I got the power. Now, again, are there crooked cops out there? Yeah. These are just people who want to protect the neighborhoods to make our lives. You got to have order because if you don't, you're going to have fucking Afghanistan and the cops are just going to walk into your house without any kind of warrant. They're just going to knock on your door. Or maybe not even knock on your door. Just walk in. Kick it open. Well, look, at nobody respects red lights anymore. No. Stop at a red light in this town. Or you sit there and see the red light, like you're getting ready to go straight, and the and the cross traffic, the light changes. Your light will turn green for you to go, and three assholes will turn left right in front of you still, you know, right across the intersection. Panama Lane and Weibel, you fuckers. <laughs> People think that we're—we all think that we're so smart, man. We think that we're the greatest ever, that we're, you know, these all-powerful beings. But people are stupid. The average American, the average person— we're not all that we're cracked out to be. I don't go around saying I'm the smartest person. So when you go, when you live in a society of people like that, all right, you're not going to know how good you have it until you fucking lose it all. Because then you're going to be like, oh, how could I have been so stupid? Oh, man, things really weren't that bad. Yeah, why do you and look on everything? No matter what shitty job you had, no matter what it is, if you get a little bit removed from it, you go... Well, we did kind of have some fun. That was that was yeah. pretty cool, you know. And even though the entire time you were there, like, except my current job now, I'll oh, fuck that shit. Well, but it's funny you say that because you know I I, I think I'm I'm going to be getting my first civilian job ever uh, since being in the army. And um, you know, my last job I had was wasn't really a job. It was working with that veteran organization, bro. And as much as I, it was a bad breakup with me and them. Um, it was fun times. I had fun. That was probably the funnest job I'll ever have, and it really wasn't a job. Like I said, it was just me helping out and, and assisting at that place. It was fun, and and I talked a lot of shit when I left. But looking back, dude, it wasn't. It, it was fun going there every day and and doing goofy shit and making videos and and doing fundraisers. It was a fun time. I left because it had bad bad things. But but what I'm trying to say is that you know a lot of times you don't realize. You ever heard the saying? You, you don't realize what you had until you've lost it. You know, a lot of us who've lost family members or friends, we don't, we realize, yeah, we were mad at them, and yeah, this, that, and the other, but, man, there, there were a lot of good times. I see it. I've seen it all too much, and that's where we're at. Everyone's, you know, mad at society, and we all got our little gripes and complaints, but when it all goes to shit, and I'm 
and like we started this show out and we said um it's not gonna no one's gonna be relieved at the after this election it's gonna get bad either way there's bad shit coming down it's just gonna get worse we need aliens, dude. I'm telling you. It's the only fucking... No, I, no, what I think we need is we need like an EMT burst from Russia or China to put us in check, or we need a solar flare from the fucking sun, because let's not forget about that big bad boy. Okay, we got a fucking huge-ass star that, you know, we all feel because it's hot as shit. All right, all it takes is one massive solar flare, and the Earth's done. We're back in the Stone Age. Satellites, electronic grids, cell phones, microwaves, cars, all that shit's useless. Giant paperweights. We need something like that to where people can be like, oh, okay, yeah, things really weren't that bad. And you know what's going to happen. You know everyone's going to fucking Monday quarterback shit and be like, yeah, it was bad, but it really wasn't all that bad, man. So, I mean, take the bad in life and in society, but don't fucking make it seem like, oh, it's all fucking, because you can still do something about it. Well, it's kind of like, too, like with... You know, with religious things, too, where they've been predicting the end of the world since day one. You know, like, oh, we've I'm been... So tired of religion. And everybody gets, like, oh, those were the good old days. Those were the good old days. It's getting hard to see it for this mass to stay together if it continues going down this, you know, this... Tr- because we have to have, like, certain things that we have to agree on for us to be a society. Dude, we... We're too overpopulated for us to be this divided. We live too close together. Now, if this was 1860, where everybody had a couple hundred acres between them and their neighbors, you know, yeah, you could build you a little compound. But when your fucking neighbor is, you know, you can look through their house, through your window, you're six feet apart from each yeah, other. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, dude, there needs to be some changes in society. I think we've reached that point. You know, you always reach a point where, okay, you know. Critical like, mass. Like, you know, when cars started getting invented, I'm pretty sure, you know, some people in the horseshoe industry and the people who cleaned horse shit out the roads and sold horse feed, I'm pretty sure their lives changed. And unfortunately, they probably went out of business and they had to change. You know, so jobs were lost, lifestyles were changed. But times were changing, you know, just like people in – you know, the radio business. Uh, when televisions came, you know, it wasn't all about the radio anymore. Radio's still here, but what I'm saying is that we've reached a point where, okay, some changes need to be made. There needs to be some tinkering in our society. But there are so many people on both sides of the aisle, okay, Republicans and Democrats, who want to just take advantage of where we're at. And they want to just do a complete overhaul. Oh, we're so scared that because of technology and because of information and the internet that people aren't going to believe in Jesus anymore. So let's push this Christian agenda on everybody. Okay? No abortions. You know, no this, no that. Okay. Well, it's it's in the corporate world where these people make stupid decisions and and write these stupid memos just to justify their job. Oh, exactly. Because then yeah. they're obsolete. Right, exactly. And you know, and and I just pointed out the Republicans and the conservatives and the Christians, but then you know the the we we've spent this entire episode talking about what the Democrats and Hillary wants to do, okay? So you have both of these sides that want to, you know, make these serious fucking changes and take advantage of us. And I I just why I can't get on board with Trump is because it's not him. I like what he's saying. I think that he'll really do everything he's saying. I I mean I, I take that man on his word, but it's the it's the people he works it's the people he works with. 
the party that you know is going to stand behind him, and as soon as he gets elected, they're going to come out with him with his hands out, and or you know say, hey, we helped you out. You know, the biggest thing that frightens me about Trump getting elected is Chris Christie, who is was the first not presidential nominee to endorse him. Okay, he has he spoke last week. Chris Christie's highly involved with Trump and his campaign, and he's completely anti-legalization of marijuana, which I am 100% for, okay? Well, you know why. And a lot of people are. Well, you know why he's against it. If that fat fuck gets some munchies, dude, he's going to be a new continent. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> but but <laughs> he is a giant guy. But my, you ever see the picture of him in those baseball pants? Yes. Oh, dude, dude yes. that right there. As soon as that picture came out, you went, "Well, you're finished. You can't be president." When that picture came out with his bunt sticking out, there was no way that that dude was ever going to be elected. But that scares me because clearly that guy will more than likely be the next attorney general. So you might see states here and there legalized, like Colorado, Washington, Oregon. Maybe, you know, it's on California's ballot this November, by the way. Um, the federal government's still going to impose their mandates. They're going to do their raids. They're going to make things difficult. You know, Well, all the federal government has to do is what they did with alcohol. Is just put the, the prohibition, yeah. Exactly. No, no, what the federal government did is years ago, like before I was like, shit, I think I might have, I don't even know if I was born yet, but the drinking ages was state by state, and there were certain states where oh, yeah, you yeah. could be 18. Right. Well, the Fed said, that's cool and all. But we're going to fucking take federal highway money, and you don't get that due to drunk driving and all this other right. shit unless you raise it to 21. Right. No, and that's what's going to happen. And to me, that, you know, I mean, we can do a whole other episode on this uh, about PTSD and, and pain management. I mean, we've done it before. We've had Golden State Cooperative come in here. And and to me, that's just wrong, and I don't agree with that, which is why, again, I'm not like, eh. I'm yeah, okay. not sold on Trump. We'll do this right here with the, with the weed thing. This is the easiest thing we can do. Look at all the celebrities that have died recently because everybody says that this year is the de- the, the year of celebrity death and that it's more important <laughs> and all that. How many of those fuckers have died from prescription drugs? Probably Prince a lot. definitely was. There was others. How many have died from marijuana use? Ever in the history no one has of ever the OD'd. fucking Nobody planet. Has. Ever. Nobody has ever. And, and From strictly marijuana use. Now, you could say, yes, they fucking smoked and drank, and then they ran off a fucking cliff. Okay. But it's but, a gateway drug. But as far as, you know. you Dude, I just remember something. I don't know why. I hit my mic right now, and it just made me remember. Um, let's just complete change the subject because I'm going to forget, and you've you got to hear the story. So I'm looking for life insurance right now, and uh, – and you know what? It's probably because I'm getting older and I got these health issues that you know kind of came out of nowhere. And I'm like, man, I really need to get life insurance. You know, I have a good friend. You know that his wife recently got really sick. And, I talked uh, to him the other day. Yeah, you did. Yeah, cool. he came in. I talked to him for a little bit. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. So it, it, my eyes are open to life insurance, and no, this isn't a commercial or anything. So I posted on social media and I said, hey, who sells good life insurance in town? And a lot of you, a lot of my friends, and a lot of you listening. Uh, you know, tag people or told me where to go. Well, I went down the list. I literally went from the top and started making phone calls and messages. And this person messaged me and says, oh, yeah, you know, we're meeting at Roundhouse Pizza on, uh, what was last night, Tuesday? On Tuesday night, Roundhouse Pizza will tell you all about it. I said, okay, cool, man. Like, 
it's different, but right on. I'll get some free pizza, whatever. As I'm driving there yesterday, she messages me, this person, and says, oh, your wife would be really good at selling. I think, you know, you guys, you know, definitely come. Dude, I get there, and I'm like, I'm wa- I'm already pulling up when I'm getting this message, and I'm like, okay, why is she telling me this now? I walk in. It's a was it for Granty Life or some shit it's like a that? Fucking pyramid scheme, dude. Uh, something, something. Guaranteed life or oh god, I don't even know. But I sit there and I'm like, ooh, I'm already. Anybody here. who's looking for a job, let me tell you what. You'll get if you put your resume out there on Monster or Yahoo. Oh, you'll get these people work from home. Uh, you know. Well, no, they'll like, call you and be like, come in and get an agent, and it's the same scheme. That they did with Kirby Vacuum. Kirby Vacuum hires everybody, and what are they going to do? You're going to buy, because those vacuums are expensive as shit. Yeah. But what you're going to do is take a Kirby Vacuum, and you're going to go and sell it to grandma. You know, your rich grandma or whatever. And then there's no way you're going to be able to knock on your fucking, you know, go door to door and knock on people and go, give me $1,200 for a vacuum. They're going to tell you to get fucked. Dude, so, okay, look, I'm just going to, before I even go on, I'm going to say, yes, I'm an idiot for not, I should have known better when they said Domino's Pizza, come and, you know, we'll tell you all about it. They didn't it. offer a three-night vacation and a free no, TV? No, but I, you know, I'm thinking, I, you know, I know this person, I talk to this person on social media frequently, and, and they seem okay. I mean, I've never, I have no reason to judge them for anything. And so I go, and again, it was just going down the list, and it's called Freedom Equity Group, all right? And when I get there, first of all, if like Farmers or State Farm or one of these big life insurance companies, if they were to have something at Domino's Pizza, you better bet your ass they're going to have a table set up and they're going to be given free pizza and free drinks, right? Because that's how they do things. They do presentations and, and meetings. I get there. There's nothing on the table. You see what uh, number three result yeah, on, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> on yeah. Google is? Yeah, so I, I walk in there. And my wife's with me. My son's asleep in the stroller. And there's no pizza out. My pregnant wife's like, look, um, should I go order something? And I said, no, 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 we're not going to be here long. So I sit close to the door. Well, right away, the person who asked me to go there was like, come sit by me. And right away, I said, oh, no, no, I'm not fucking becoming your little, you know, team member shit. I sat there probably 10 minutes before I looked at my wife and I said, get up, we're gone. And I left in the middle of that shit. They were using words like, we're on a crusade. Let me tell you about the good news. Go and tell people about the good news. And you want to fucking preach the gospel too? What oh, are they, they sending like, out the oh, missionary? No, no, no. The speakers that went after the main lady, okay, were her son-in-law and her son. And then there's this weird dude on the side who's like the master pyramid dude. He's like the guy who like runs their little fucking team. He's sitting there the whole time saying, Amen. Mm-hmm. So they're super, I can only imagine maybe like Pentecostal, weird Christian people who did this, you know, pyramid scheme, and they get unknowing, naive people to go to these fucking things. I got my wife. We fucking walked out, dude. I said, what a waste of time. And that girl follows me out. She goes, is everything okay? And I says, I appreciate the concern and the offer. I said, but I'm not interested in this. Sorry. And I walked away. I'm not fucking doing that, dude. Dude, I hate, not. I hate things like that. Where like with when like with the job interview thing where they're like oh yeah come in you know blah blah, blah. like it, it's preying on the weak dude like, oh so while I was there I said hey you know I'm a combat vet medically retired traumatic brain injury PTSD 
it, I've heard it's difficult for me to get life insurance. Well, this kooky fucking woman who's giving the, the presentation, instead of answer the question right where she's at, she walks front of me. So now everyone's looking at me and her, and I look at her, and her eyes are all like, her pupils are like fucking crazy dilated. So the woman's medicated on some kind of shit. And she's like, well, you know what we do is we just put the plan in your son's name right here, this baby, and you become the cash beneficiary of it. And, you know, you're you're eligible to get the cash at any time and you can borrow against it. And meanwhile, her son-in-law is up there talking about how for every plan and everything that goes in, it goes right into the big guy who's in the corner. Oh, he's his, taking a bite off and everything. I'm like, and I'm sitting there saying, you motherfuckers, man. You're literally telling me that you want me to put a fake Ponzi scheme plan in my son's name. Meanwhile, all the money that's getting brought in is going to this piece of shit. Well, and you never Fuck know if it's going to cash. Dude. You I'll, never know if it'll work because you know when you're going to need it. You ain't going to fucking know. Oh, yeah, exactly. So then you've got your wife and kids sitting there holding the bag for fucking 20 years that have been paying on this shit, expecting it to throw, you know, you've got a military funeral at least, but, you know, waiting to throw your ass in the ground once they cash this check and they go, dude, no, I you was know? so pissed. I was like. You, not to mention, you don't think the laws are going to change and they're not going to sniff this shit out 20 oh, years they, down well, the fucking they were, road? They were talking about indexing and shit. And look, I'm not a financial advisor or anything, but I know indexing isn't exactly like, you know, a really smart thing. I got up and fucking walked out, dude. But, you know, that that goes into play with everything we've been talking about because they prey on the weak, dude. That's a good – you said it, man. They, they prey on the weak, and the government's doing that right now. They're, the Democrat Party is playing on black lives – matters people the african-american community the latino community they're taking full fucking advantage of them just like these people at the pizza parlor man i just was asking somebody who i thought was a pretty good acquaintance about life insurance and she wanted to suck me into this fucking pyramid scheme ran by these religious zealots dude that's the world we live in and that is how dangerous because if i wasn't headstrong and if my wife didn't laugh the whole time, my wife brought goldfish in her purse. It's funny. She's pregnant, and she's just eating there. We're laughing at this whole time because we know what this is, okay? If we didn't see it, the other people who stayed, I mean, you're talking about naive. They look like fucking gamers, dude. Like, like not like, I know you play video games, but I'm talking like the dudes who go to, like, Root Roscoe's and play fucking, uh... Magic together. You know, they look so. like those kind of people. They're just preying on people who really don't pay too much attention to this shit. And it all sounds good. And I like how they throw the money aspect at you. Oh, you're going to make 55% double of what you do. And it's just well, like, it's like... I'm not here to make anything. No, I want life insurance, motherfucker. Right. I should have just called the next guy... You know who commented? I told you to call my cousin. No, yeah, I'm. That's you're you're that next guy. I didn't want to give it away, but you're that next guy. I was just going down the list, man. Like, because my cousin, if he can, if he can do it, he can do it. But he's not going to bullshit you because right. he's going through the fucking corporate thing and be like, nah, we can't do nothing for you. Exactly. You know exactly. And like I said, and dude, he might steer you in a way of some, you know, someone. Have you tried that? Uh, what's that fucking veterans one? That fucking Valley Forge shit or whatever it is? Or well, the the what the one that we get like. I no, have, but there's another one that's like, is it Colonial Pen or some oh shit? Oh, God, the shit on Fox News, man. That, fucking that, Roger Staubach shit yeah. or whatever. Well, so I have one with the VA, but but it, again, it's only because I was medically retired. It's only if I die. I, the way I understand it is that it's only if I die as a result of my injury. So, like, if I'm driving and because of my TBI, I black out. Just make shit. sure when you do that shit, too, to watch out because they'll get you in this insurance plan and you're like, all right, cool. But then it's like one of those accidental death and mis dismemberment ones 
where like yeah. if you just drop dead of a heart attack, like nah, we don't cover that. You gotta fucking you know die due to a, a you know a a boulder that's been sitting on top of the Kern River <laughs> right. for a million years that a dinosaur set on decides to break free and roll your ass over as you're going through the canyon. Hey, before we wrap up, another person died in the Kern River, and um, I just don't understand how it's 2016. We've all lived pe- here long Guaranteed enough. people from L.A. Either, well, or a fucking illegal or Mexican. I'm pretty sure it was it was a Hispanic guy that did it. But um, there are signs in English and Spanish saying pretty much, don't fucking swim here. Here's how many people have died here since No, it says stay out, stay alive. Right. There's no fucking simpler message it can be Right, wrong. exactly. It's right there. And so I commented on the news channel, and, and people blew up at me. I said, um, I, idiot, or something like that. Like, there's fucking signs out there. We all know. For, what, what, what is wrong with people, dude? When Darwinism. Oh, it's I see the sign, but don't worry, I'll be okay. I'm gonna go swim. I'll be fine. Or, or if you're one of these white dudes that likes to go to these fucking tubing things, I know they do the tubing things way down the river, but still, you know, I'll be all right, man. I'm, I've been, I've been. Well, up can we? When you go to the river, there's no way you're going without at least a case of beer. Oh yeah, I know. I, I know. mean, there's the. If you are, you're a fucking alien. You know, I, I mean, don't, look, dude, I don't fish and I don't drink anymore. I have no reason to go there. Me personally, Bro, but I wouldn't fish. That thing's a bitch to fish anyway. That thing's a pain in the ass to fish. Every time Rocks, I would go, moving water, fucking sucks you up to the bank every time. I mean, you could throw some weight on it, but then you're caught in. Eh, I don't know rivers. what they're called, but they have these. Those little whirlpools. Yes, and it's like the current's like a hundred pounds per square foot or some shit, and it's like you can be the Hulk and you're gonna have a hard time getting out that motherfucker. I don't understand that, man. Well, the fact is, is I don't. You know, there's another reason I don't like fishing that shit either. Is because say you're up there fishing, those rocks are slippery as shit. I've done it before, so your feet get a little bit wet. You you slip, hit your head on a rock. It's over with. You're you're in that water and oh me, <laughs> dude. All them trees and branches that overlook it. All it takes is you walk like because you're way taller than me. If you were walking in front of me and like a branch swung open, a big branch, and it hit me on the head, I'm very susceptible to getting knocked out. You can fucking you can probably. I could stand at a big, like, speaker or something, and probably the, the concussion will fucking knock me out. Like, well, I, I'm highly susceptible. I always joke with my wife, and I said, if I'm ever going to do you in, I'm going to take you fishing at the Kern River and hit you in the back of the head <laughs> with a rock. And you're And done. kick your ass in the yeah. water and say you fell and slipped and hit your head, and, you know. Do they even find these people? Yeah, they find them. Like, you know, that's the other thing, too. And then you have these poor search and rescue bastards out here that are, you know, Oh yeah, that have volunteers to that are out there. You know, yeah, they are volunteers. They are. They're always to at the you fair. know recover a corpse. They're always at the fair, uh, set up and telling you what they do so they can get donations. Yeah, could you imagine? You get the phone call. Well, we need you, buddy. Uh, you know, some asshole. Well, my dog's sister is is one of the search and rescue dogs. Really? Yeah, my bloodhound sister. They. I mean, I guess we got the dummy, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Velociraptor bark, dude, is the best thing That's on the funny. planet. But yeah, they they picked her up after we got her, and she's you know she's I think it's I can't remember the male or female. Yeah, it's her sister is a uh, trained you know is doing the training still. Hey, you notice that it hasn't been as hot in here since I got that AC. I mean, it's not cool, but it's not like we're not sweating our asses off. Dude, I I have given up on even noticing heat anymore because well, it's just like. So they changed that motor out, and it's, so anyways, it's not. 
not as hot as it was. I've just I've given up on noticing heat anymore because it's it's fucking depressing, dude. It's just like yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. This, this heat is nuts, man. Hope you guys are staying cool out there. Um, there we don't have any kind of events coming up or anything. There's been some shows with some of the bands we've had on. Uh, I know Rearview Mirror had a show at Tembler. Hey, uh, Il Tiempo is playing Hollywood at Whiskey A Go Go. That's pretty cool. I saw that. I wanted to go to Timbler the other night, but I was for damn. Me, I could have went and saw the Aviators and Ruby Mirror on Saturday night, and did. Yeah, you know that's great. This past weekend, I didn't go and do anything because it was my one year anniversary from not drinking. So, uh, you know, I chose to stay in. What What's today's date? Oh, uh, what is today's date right now? Fucking anyway, July twenty seventh, dude. It's on the bottom of the computer. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they. I, I don't see any upcoming events, man. But as soon as we know more, man, we'll have people in. We'll, we'll I'll talk to Phantom Stranger and we'll see what they got going on. I know Aviators always got shows coming up, but so there's stuff. There's stuff going on, but it's just too damn fucking hot to go do anything. That was another thing. There was some outside shit, and I'm like, I mean, oh, I went, Village Fest. I went and played basketball at seven o'clock this morning. It's hot as piss. You know, I mean. No, well, I, it wasn't quite seven. It was like eight-ish. But it was hot as shit. And I'm like, this sucks. So my son's understanding what hot is. You know, we told him like the oven, the iron, you know, the my wife's crawling no, iron. No, you do stick their head in the oven a couple of times, let them burn himself. Well, he, well yeah, the iron. He, he came close. And so he gets it. So I, he walks outside the other day and I said, hot, hot. And he didn't understand it. And I pointed and I, I kept my hand on the ground. I said, hot. And he just smiles at me and walks out. And he got his first taste of that, you know, asphalt driveway Walking from the curb into the street, he—I've never seen that kid run so fast, man. I just went and I turned the—and I made it worse because I went and I turned the hose on, you know, thinking oh, I'll brush this kid off with some water. Because you know, asphalt—you get like those little black rocks on you. Dude, this shit sucks, man. But the water's all crazy hot. It's been sitting in the hose, fucking. So now I got hot water. So this kid's just screaming. It's a nightmare. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, dude. But hey, he learned his first lesson, man. I mean, it's hot. Dude, it's it's, it's, it's hot. stupid. It's I 109 mean, degrees, dude, for the next week. Like it's it's unbelievable. I don't know why I would fucking live here. I still haven't figured it out. Well, I put a time, uh, a time and little expectations on myself. I will I will not be living here uh, in the next two years, dude. I I think in the next two years I will be somewhere, even if it's just up in the mountains where it's like twenty de- degree difference. I mean, look, dude, one hundred eleven for the next three days, one hundred and six after that. It does dip down to one hundred and four, but then it jumps right back up to one hundred and six. You're looking at that for the seven-day forecast, dude. I mean... Uh, it's probably out ten days. And what sucks is then, like, you're looking till fucking October. I mean, it did start late. I will say that. But then, look, dude, you just go to L.A. right now, and the highest L.A. is going to get is in the high 80s. Dude, I'm not living in L.A. If you, like, I couldn't deal with the traffic. I'd kill myself. Look at this, bro. Anchorage, Alaska, right, left. The high, the next, It's in the 55s. The highest it gets is 64 next Thursday. Anaheim, I mean, you know, your Anaheim Angels, man, it gets up there in the 90s. But you felt that breeze they get once the sun goes down is just heaven. Washington, D.C., dude, that, dude that's a little... I'm just going through No, Washington, D.C., I know some people are living in D.C. right now, and it is fucking brutal because then you add, you add 90% humidity, and it's like their heat index is what ours is, but it's humid as shit. Oh, my brother lives in Mississippi right now, right in Biloxi and in Gulfport and Biloxi area. And, you know, you're right there in the ocean. It's already humid. I, I'll never go back to the south unless I visit. And it's a really good reason. Look at that. Seattle, Washington. 70 degrees. Yeah, Santa Barbara. 74. With a height of 81. 
Which they're probably like, oh shit, it's going to be 81 today. Yeah, I, I'm not two years, dude. Two years from today, I've been home two years. So next week, oh shit, next week will be two years that I've been out the army. Um, I'm giving myself two more years, and you know, a lot, a lot of stuff's going to determine whether I stay or not. But uh, that's it, dude. Two years, and I'm gone. Oh, this is, I mean, I'm this, gone, dude. If it was me, it would already been. My wife is like 24 months, bro. My wife is with her family. Like she doesn't want to leave her mom and the kids and all that. You know, no, and I, I figure once we get this boy through, like, high through school. high school, maybe, like, I'm gone, dude. I, I, I honestly, the way my income works with, with, you know, my retirement and the VA, I, I, I mean, I like, I, I, two years, bro, two years, I'm gone. I, I think it. one of my buddies is moving to, like, I mean, he worked out in the oil fields, and we know that's been shit in North Dakota. He's no, he's moving to, like, Idaho or Montana or something. Yeah, I mean, so I, I got places on my mind, man. Montana, going back to Alaska. I mean, I'm it's a little, little extreme for me. I don't want. I should have never left Alaska. I, I, I say that because, but I, I don't, I don't want weather that's gonna fucking kill me. Like we're like, I'm like, all right, like this is because you can handle cold. I can handle some snow, but when you're sitting out your window and you're watching the snowfall and it's really pretty. And I know, like, when I was in Oklahoma and we were in college, like, you'd look out there and you'd be like, wow, look at the rain. This is awesome. And it keeps raining and it keeps raining. I love and you're like, that's a fuck of a lot of rain. Like, sooner or later, wow. like, there's that point, though, you know what I'm saying, where you start seeing, like, the ditches getting full or whatever. And you're <laughs> like, all right, well, this is beyond being, this is beyond, or like, the village, because we had a village pump in the house that we did that would pump the water away. Yeah. Because our house had a, the house that we lived in, in Oklahoma had a California driveway which meant it was sunk in towards the house, which you're a fucking idiot, whoever designed that house, to have a house that would pool water and have it sunk, sink in towards the house. Yeah. That's so, the, so the village pump would get backed up sometimes, and you'd walk in, and the bottom part of the house would be fucking, like they had a basement, would be two feet under fucking water. Yeah, no, no. no I mean, they have that in Alaska. I, I've seen a lot of houses like that, and, and you'd get ice. What would happen is that the snow, okay, so the snow would would go down just like you're saying and then the sun would melt the snow and then it freeze overnight so you'd have like a ice. half pipe I, of fucking ice horrible but um two years man i i posted that this morning on facebook and i told my wife when we woke up i said two years from today august 1st 2018 we will not be here unless it's you know unless i've landed some kind of job or some kind of position or unless our podcast is fucking killing it and we're just i mean but two years, bro. Thing is, with the podcast though, is if we were doing like really well, one of the podcasts I listen to is a national show. Yeah, one of the guys is broadcasting from like their main base is in D.C. That's where the show started because it was a break. It's the Michael Mara show. It was the right. break off of the of the Don and uh-huh. Mike show, which was based in D.C. Right. O'Mara lives in Florida now. He fucking bounced the fuck out. They're doing everything like via, via Skype. They're doing a T three lines. Yeah. Like yeah. they're like and it, they're. They have the best sounding audio podcast. I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that we take that next step, dude. And I know you are. We got a fucking amazing team, man, with Jen helping us out. I mean, we really do. I mean, it's been kind of lagging since Freedom Fest, just for whatever reasons. But we're getting our momentum back, and we're just making some new changes. And thank you, everyone, for all the kind messages you left me, both on the Facebook page and on my personal page with my one-year alcohol sobriety, man, Jen. Got me an amazing keychain for my one year one year anniversary. It, it meant a lot, and uh, I just appreciate it, man. So, 
Look, dude, me and Randy are here. We got some cool guests lined up coming up. I want to get your buddy in here, Lionel. I want to get that dude in here. Ed. We have uh, this guy named T. Trace. People call him T. He's a local dude. He wants to come on. I got uh, Bly and Chris Q. Told you guys you want to get in here. Bands are hitting us up. So, you know, we're going to get back in our momentum. i just been kind of... Kind of well, going. it's kind of weird with the heat issue that we discussed. and Yeah, the room's not as bad, but it is weird, and you know, I'm trying to get a second job here. And stuff. Oh, you know what I'm trying to do now, too, is we changed our date for our little road trip for my birthday, and we're going to go, like, the second week of August, I think, and the Giants are playing. I think I'm going to fucking... Giants-Oakland or Giants... Uh... Giants, I think it's the Giants and Baltimore, like, <laughs> but... The cool stadium. Man. That's what I want to go for. Oh, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to go for. Just, I mean, to be able to sit outside and it's and sixty-six degrees right. and, and like, can get a nice view. Oh, there happens to be a baseball game going on that I really don't give that much of a shit about. But you know, just to see it and you know, no, so. I hear you. But hey, thanks guys. I appreciate it, Jen. Thank you for that gift for my one year. Everybody, for all the support that I've gotten this past seven months we've been doing this, man, uh, my sobriety, honestly, you guys listen to me and Randy, and I can say that from my half, it, I couldn't really be a part of this or anything if I wasn't sober. So thank you guys for the support. I appreciate it, man. Randy, it was an honor doing this with you. Uh, we'll, we're going to get our momentum back, guys, and once we do, we're hitting it again, and, and we're going to be getting everyone in here. Uh, I can't think of this one guest, man. There's someone I wanted to have on the show. Um, oh, my buddy, dude, Coates. I got a buddy I served with. Those of you veterans out there who know what Duffel Blog is, it's like the Onion News of veterans, right? So it's like they do like military-related stories. Coach, man, congratulations! You got that fucking job working at Duffel Blog as an official writer, man. That's awesome. Want to have you on? You also have a book. He's one of the most funniest guys and the most energetic guys you'll come across. So we're gonna try and get him on. All right. I don't know if I'll be able to get the time off because I know Lionel's doing it, but Horicon's coming up in September. Is that local? Yeah, that? yeah, and I know. Uh, I know Spurlock's involved in that. Yeah, and that's where they're going to release the uh, the movie that Lionel's on the cover of. The yeah, what's the Spirit it? Within, I think, is what it is. The Hectic Films movie. Yeah, let's do so it. We can try and see if we, you know, get in touch with somebody. You know, another thing that speaking of, you said something about the aviators uh, that I'm kind of interested in. Have you heard about the Fake Palooza show that they're doing? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. I might have to look into yeah. that. And, yeah. And the Fake Palooza is cool because all the bands are like cover bands. And they're good. And the co- Aviators like, on it. They're good cover bands. I think there's a Van Halen band and there's, there's a, a GNR band. band. Yep. I think it's normal every time, you know, every now and then to kind of bog down a little bit, but we realize it and uh, we hear you guys. All right. Cool. This is the Chapman Randy Show. Out.